Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift into a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyAlley.com, and someone who ditched bipolar, anxiety, and depression through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life and many others, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to uplevel your mental health game because that's how you go from just surviving to full-on thriving, baby. Yes! Also, Merry freaking Christmas if that's your jam because today's the 25th so I just felt like I needed to say that. Did I plan this episode to go up on Christmas? No, it's just a Wednesday and that's what's happening. Um, But awesome that I get to wish Merry, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, all the things um, to people everywhere. Just And if anything, like just I hope you're having a great winter, okay? So <laughs> anyway, in today's episode, I want to talk about what your story is going to be for 2020. Yeah. L- the last episode, we talked about ending, wrapping up 2019 a good headspace. And so I thought, what better episode to end 2019 with than what figuring out what the story is going to be for 2020. And I'll totally describe what I describe. You know what I'm saying. I'll get to what I mean by that in just a sec. But before I do, of course, review of the week. I, I read these reviews every single week off of iTunes because I love hearing from you guys. Your words are amazing and they're so inspiring to me and oh, they make my heart melt. So if you haven't left a review already, send your girl a gift today. <laughs> See what I did there? Okay. Uh, send your girl a gift today and leave me a review on the podcast. I'd really appreciate it. It helps um, more people find it, which is massive because you know that my mission is to help more people beat bipolar anxiety and depression, just have better mental health and to raise the freaking mental health of this entire planet. So if you could do your girl solid, leave a review today. I'd much appreciate it. Anyway, okay, let's read review of the week. This week's review is simply real. I like it already. Yes, it's a five-star review by Jesse Brew. That rhymed and I'm feeling like Dr. Seuss today. Awesome. Okay. It says, listening to your podcast is like taking a breath of fresh air. You keep things simple and real. While I listen to you, I feel like I'm listening to a good friend give me advice. You have a great personality for this and you make your followers feel genuinely cared about. Oh, thank you, Jesse. That was a really sweet review. I really appreciate that. Oh my goodness. Um, and I, and I hope you guys always do feel genuinely cared about because I really do genuinely care about you. Um, I really do. I've just, I've been in the struggle. And so each one of you like literally, literally means the world to me to the point where I cannot speak. I mean that from the depths of my heart. I truly mean it. Um, and please, if you if you're listening, send me a, a DM on Instagram at the real simply Ollie so I can I can like say hey and talk to you and and be like kind of meet you if you will on the internet. Anyway, let's talk about what your story will be for 2020, okay? Because guess what? I don't know if you've ever heard me say this before. Psst, you have. Um, but <laughs> you have the power of choice. You always have, you always will, you always do. You always have the power of choice. And our beliefs, okay, 
are just stories, okay? And our beliefs influence our actions. They do. What we believe, how we perceive the world, it influences what we do and how we show up. So those beliefs, a lot of the times, they're really just stories that we tell ourselves. We tell them enough that we believe them. Henceforth, beliefs. Okay, anyway. So in three steps, we're going to make a new story for you for 2020. You're going to make it. I'm not doing it. You're going to do it because I can't hear you. I don't know what you're saying. Okay, so step one, you're going to find a story that you're sick of. Okay, and when I say story, this you can look at a belief. So if it's like, so for me, when I was living with my polar anxiety and depression, the story that I was sick of was that I couldn't freaking beat it. No, that wasn't. I don't know if that was really the story. I mean, that's what it is. But what I was sick of was that meds and therapy were my only option and I would just have to struggle forever. So I wasn't cool with that story. And I chose, I I chose my own create your own story, create your own adventure, if you will. And here we are today. So, you know, maybe it's a belief, maybe it's the way that something works, or the way that you see something or what you've always known to be true. Um, You know, any of that stuff, I want you to just find a story that you are sick of. You know, whether it's a story about how things work as a whole, like, like mine, right? Like meds and therapy are your only option. I was sick of that story. It wasn't like, some way that I was looking at myself. It was actually like the societal freaking standard at the time. Um, you know, or it could be, it could be a story about yourself. So maybe it's how you see yourself. Um, you know, that could be the story that you're sick of, that you can't succeed or that you're stupid. Like that was one that I dealt with was that I was stupid. That was a belief I firmly had that I was stupid and I couldn't accomplish anything. It was a firm belief planted story planted in my mind. So, you know, it can be about something external. It can be about something internal. It's totally up to you, but I want you to find a story that you're flipping sick of. Okay. Because the more sick you are of it, the more you're going to want to change it. (laughs) Step two, create a new freaking story. Okay. So, this, this doesn't need to be fancy. You don't need to like write a book or anything, but it's basically like, what do you want to believe? What do you want to believe instead? So I'm going to, I'm going to keep coming back to these two examples since that's what I ran with at the beginning. Um, the one about the, the meds and therapy and the one about me being stupid. That's, those are the two I'm going to keep referring to. You're welcome. Um, but you know, the new story that I wanted was that I could, I could live happily with bipolar anxiety and depression, that I could, I could still live a good life with those things. That's how it started for me. My, my new story wasn't like, I'm going to beat it. Cause I didn't even know that was possible. I just knew that I wanted to be able to live the life I wanted. Like I wanted to live a happy life with those things. I wanted to make that story true rather than just feeling like I had to just deal with it the rest of my life. Um, and then when it came to like, me feeling like I was stupid and I couldn't accomplish anything. You know, my new story was that I'm, I am always willing to learn. I am always looking to learn. That was my new story. So it wasn't that I was brilliant or that I was like super genius smart. It was simply that 
that I was willing to learn. And that was, and I, yeah, and that, that's, oh, that's going to lead me into my next point. I'm about to get ahead of myself. But basically, I want you to create a new story that, right, contradicts or like goes against the story that you're sick of, but also feels attainable. Like it's not so far-fetched that you're like, yeah, how am I ever going to get there? Okay, so it feels somewhat realistic, if you will. Okay, so that's what I want the new story to be. And that new story may evolve over time. Okay, so that new story, like, like my new story with the bad is that it can be beaten, that you don't even have to live with it anymore. Okay, like that wasn't how the story started. That was my new story because I was sick of saying, well, I don't want to just live with this. I want to like... You know, I I didn't get sick of it, but it it evolved. Same with the like, I'm always willing to learn. Yes, that is that is still my story in a sense. But my story also now has expanded to me saying I I am an incredibly smart person. I have learned so much and I have so much value in my brain to offer. (laughs) That might sound conceited, but I'm okay with it. So, you know, create that new story. And, and know that it can evolve. It's not like a set in stone thing. It can continue to grow. And then step three, I want you to look for proof that this, that this new story is happening. So look for new proof to believe this story, right? Or become the proof, okay? So a lot of times, like when we're looking for this new story, right? We can look to other people. We can look to experiences in our in our life. Um, there's there's so many ways that we can look for proof. Okay, because that's what you need to do. The belief that you had, the old story that you had, feels true to you because you've looked for proof, and now without realizing it, you actively seek proof of that old story. It's just what you do by habit. So when somebody like. For example, when somebody says, oh, there's so many crazy drivers, like ever, like there are so many crazy drivers on the road. They're all nuts. Okay. They're constantly like if they're, they're constantly looking for people that are driving weird or cutting people off or going crazy. Okay. They're like, they're on autopilot to look for it. Um, but if they were to change their story and say, most people are really safe drivers, they would then start to see how many people drive completely normal on the road. They would, they could look for that proof. They would see that proof. So that's what I'm saying is, is you look for the proof of the new story because of what it does is it takes your focus from one thing to the next. And this is what I encourage so many people do when it comes like with the gratitude nuggets, because what it does is it takes you away from the, the negative and brings you to something that's positive. It's the same deal. You're, you're, you're looking for proof of the new story of good things or whatever. You understand what I'm saying. So sometimes, like I was saying, sometimes we can look for that proof in other people, which is really cool. Um, what I love is that I get to be that proof for like my students that they can beat the bad too. Now, however, I didn't have the proof to look at. So if there is a new story that you want bad enough, you have to decide, am I going to actively look for the proof, which you totally can. Like I said, you can look for proof in somebody else who has either accomplished it or you can look for proof in in these little experiences, right, that are that are kind of feeding into that that new story. Or 
if you can't, if you feel like you can't find the proof, okay, if you, if you feel like you can't find that proof, then you have to choose that you are going to become the proof because that's a whole different mindset. You stop feeling like it's impossible because you don't see anybody doing it. You make a choice that you're going to become the proof. And so that, that breaks down a whole wall, a whole barrier. So, you know, for me, like, I no nobody had that I knew had beaten it. I didn't see any example of somebody who had like successfully. Now I had seen people who like came out of anxiety and came out of depression, but I hadn't seen a single person get on the other side of bipolar. And so I was like, no, I'm going to make this possible. I'm going to become the proof. So that's what I'm saying is like you, that's how you can choose to look for proof. So you look for it or you become it. And when you become it, really what that boils down to is you looking at the little experiences in your life and saying, well, there's proof, there's proof, there's proof, there's proof. And 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 feeding into it that way, because then you're more focused on your experiences rather than being like, well, that person, <laughs> that person didn't do it. That person hasn't really done it. Um, you know, and that's something that like I'm even doing now in my life, because um, my my story is I'm all about I'm all about my business. I I love what I do. Like you guys can hear it on the podcast all the time, but I I love what I do. And um, you know I I am like I'm a stay at home mom, and I'm doing this coaching, and I want to grow this into something incredible to where I'm helping thousands of people beat mental illness. Like those are, those are my dreams, yo. I'm just going to be straight up honest. Like that's what I envision. That's what I see. Um, you know, and, and, but also doing that in a way where I'm not hustling. I'm not working hours and hours and hours to where my family really does come first and my mental health really does come first. And Every person I've looked up to, every mentor I've had, they've built their success and then had to kind of double back and and put their mental health at the forefront and, and, and make people more of a priority. So they built the success up first and then they had to work on themselves. I don't have that example. I, I haven't found that example of somebody who's done it the other way in the way that I'm doing it, where I'm putting the mental health first and the time first, and I refuse to give those things up to reach success quickly. And so what I'm trying, like my focus is, is I want to become the proof that you can have quick success without sacrificing those things. Um, and so that's, that is, those are, that's my goal. That's my story for 2020 that, that, that that's possible and that I'm going to be the proof of that. So if you know any proof of any moms that have um, uh, had massive success quickly without, uh, without hustling themselves into the ground, uh, let me know. <laughs> Send me a DM. But otherwise, uh, I'm babbling. But those are, those are the three steps. So find the story that you're sick of, create the new story, and then look for proof or become the proof, Okay. That's how you that's how you choose what your story will be for 2020 because you know I want you to know that like you're not stuck you're never stuck okay you can create options that will lead to the life that you want okay but those those options just need more attention 
then what is actually keeping you stuck? Because if we focus on the old stories, on the stuff that's keeping us stuck, on the stuff that's always going wrong and never going in our favor, then that's always going to be the case because that's where your attention is right? You're looking for proof that that you're stuck. You're looking for proof that you can't do the thing. You're looking for proof that you are the way that you are, right? But if you intentionally create a new story, one that you want, and one that honestly, that's exciting to you, that drives you, right? And you, you give that more attention and you look for proof there, then you, then nothing keeps you stuck anymore, like you, you just, you can't be. So, you know, and I'm not going to lie, like transitioning from one story to another is probably going to feel awkward. (laughs) Like it, it might feel awkward. It might feel rough as with any transition in life. Like I'm just going to be straight up honest with you, but you know, just know that it is temporary. Like I do this all the time. And I, and I tell my students too, like, um, especially like my grads that are you know, really trying to up-level their lives. And they're like, gosh, like, I just have like, they're like, I felt, felt really excited. I was like really empowered about it, but now I'm like full of doubt and fears and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, because, you know, you're breaking the habit of the old story and instilling the new habit of the new story. (coughs) Sorry. Um, oh my gosh, my voice is going out. Holy moly. Oh, it just left me. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. I'll see if I can continue to talk. Uh, anyway, but that, that like transition happens and I'm like, just see it for what it is. See it as the transition and that that's part of it. It's your body trying to go back to the old habit. And if you can recognize it as that, if you can recognize that the old story is going to keep trying to pop back up and you have to just keep drilling in the new story, that transition is temporary. Like you will come out on the other side and the old story will fade away promise you. I guarantee you. You just have to like really look for that proof, feel into that it's possible and and stop feeding the old story. Stop looking for proof of the old story. Like you can see it and be like, okay, sure, whatever. But I also see that this proof of my new story is true. So that's how you can really like make that shift. So I want to, I like, honestly, like what will your story be for 2020? What will it be? What are you sick of? And what are you ready to change? What are you going to go into 2020 with? What new story? Is it going to be that you can do it? Is it going to be that you will you will do the thing? Is it going to be that you can, you can let go? Or like, what is it going to be for you? I don't even want to try to speculate. I just want to leave it open. Like, what will your story be for 2020? Find it. Define it. Figure out what you're letting go of and what story you're creating. And then just run with it. Look for all that proof. Like, let it fill you up and and hold on tight to it and stay committed to it. Because that's how you change your life. That is how you up level. That's how you, you grow into like a new version of yourself is and I intentionally do this stuff all the time, you guys. That's why like, I feel like the year, you know, going from one year into the next is, is a perfect opportunity to have you do it. But you don't just need a brand new year to do this stuff. Like I'm constantly doing this. I'm like, what beliefs don't serve me? What like fears do I have or whatever? How do I break that down? What do I want to replace it with? And then just hammering that home. That's how I've 
grown so much over this year. That's how I've, honestly, that's how I've gone from being like so full of doubts and like not knowing and feeling like other people needed to teach me and yada, yada, yada. Like, not that that's a bad thing. Like I learned so much, but now I feel so confident in what I do and I trust my intuition and I just, I feel the sense of wholeness and peace and I'm like, I've got this. Like I can really sit in myself and be like, no, I've got this. I can handle this. And yeah, that's just, it's because I've constantly changed my the stories that weren't serving me. So I want to encourage you to do that. Just pick one, one story that you're sick of this year and that you're going to pick a new one for next year. I hope you have an amazing rest of the day today. And if it's not Christmas for you right now, then I don't care. You still hope you have an amazing rest of the day. <laughs> Um, but I hope you have an amazing rest of 2019. You're not going to hear from me again until 2020. <gasps> what? And it's going to be episode 90 in 2020. What's happening? You guys are almost really, oh my gosh, like 10 episodes away from having a hundred episodes on Simply Happy. <sighs> That's nuts. Oh my goodness. I just got chills. Okay. Anyway, I'm super stoked, but I hope you have, I hope you have found this episode helpful. I really do, honestly. And of course, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to encourage you to share this with somebody. If you feel like they would dig the podcast or find this episode helpful, share it. Tell somebody about it. Scream it from a rooftop. Post it on social media. All the things. Send it. Send it by handwritten mail and an owl. I don't know. Um, Do any of those things. (laughs) Also, please leave a review on the podcast before the year is over. I'm begging you. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep saying Simply Awesome. I'll keep saying Simply Ollie and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.